Families were not allowed to visit, so I was using my personal phone to FaceTime with the family, and it meant the world to them, and they could see the progress that he was making. With Hashem's help, it uh, saved his life. The more versatile a person can be, the better. The more helpful a person can be, the better. And being willing to jump into any job at any time, no job is beneath us. The Torah emphasizes the dignity of people in, in making Kiddush Hashem. We're dealing with life and death, and we're dealing with people's health and their, their finances. It's very serious business. This is Career Forum. I'm Gary Wallach, executive producer of Career Forum. Choosing a career path can be very challenging. It's hard to know where to turn for helpful information. But here on Career Forum, you'll get an insider's view of the most popular and rewarding fields available to the from world, from professionals ready to offer an insightful look into their respective fields. This is knowledge you won't find anywhere else. My guest today is Yehuda Goodwin. He's a nursing home administrator with a career arc that one might call a bit circuitous and unusual, but ultimately rewarding. Welcome to Career Forum. Thank you very much, Gary. So let's start at the beginning. Where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in Michigan, Southfield area, near Oak Park. So as a kid, were you thinking about what you wanted to do when you grew up? Yes, I did think about that quite a bit as a child. I remember wanting to be a pediatrician or some kind of a doctor. Uh, of course, like a lot of kids who love sports, I dreamed about being a baseball player. Did you pursue that at all? I enjoyed playing in leagues throughout my childhood and high school as well. Uh, I got as far as trying out for college, but I never really thought I would make it to a professional level. So I tried to focus on my studies. Did you grow up in a Jewishly observant home? No, I did not. My family is a conservative background, but my family, we had certain traditions that we kept, like always having a Pesach Seder, lighting the menorah. And usually we would go to synagogue just for the high holidays, we called them. So Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And I went to a Hebrew school a few days a week, which I did not enjoy. I always believed in Hashem. I would try to talk to Hashem, Davin, ask for things. So that was something my family instilled in me. Here's where I would normally ask you where you went to school and what undergraduate degree you earned. And I'd be expecting an answer about healthcare administration, but that's not exactly how it happened, right? Not even close. My major was actually zoology. I did zoology because of the science background. At Michigan State University, a lot of pre-med students had to declare a major because pre-med is not a major. So many chose biology. So I chose zoology because I was more interested in the animal biology and not the plant biology. Uh, a lot of my classmates were on track for vet school, but I was always interested in using that toward medical school. And you earned your zoology degree in 2004. Do I have that date correct? Yes, that's correct. I graduated Michigan State with a bachelor's of science in 2004. So naturally, you get your degree and you start working in zoology, right? 
At the time, I was still pursuing applications to medical school, and I decided to start at Wayne State University in a graduate program that had to do with the medical sciences as a springboard toward medical school. And at the same time, I was thinking a lot about yeshiva and going off to Israel because I had never been away. So I started graduate school, then I went to yeshiva, and then I came back from yeshiva two years later to start a different program. And which yeshiva did you attend? Machon Shlomo in Harnof, Yerushalayim. Was that a positive experience? What did that change for you? It was a wonderful experience. Very fortunate to be able to attend with a small group of guys, very similar background to myself. You couldn't ask for a better stepping stone toward observance in Yiddishkeit. It was a really extraordinary experience. You return from Israel, and now you're thinking also about your Parnassah. So... Tell me about your experience at Wayne State and your physical therapy work. Sure. Growing up with my background, where college is very much instilled into us as a part of our growth toward a career and to supporting family, it was very difficult during yeshiva for me to focus and not have that in the back of my mind. I was very scared of that. Like, what would I do? Especially because I didn't feel that the medical school plans were working out. And I had a very strong science background, and I knew I had good knowledge and training if I could just apply to something. So I decided at the time to apply for physical therapy school, which I was very qualified for, and I got accepted pretty easily to Wayne State University. That was a three and a half year program. Long story short, I ended up not graduating that program, and I ended up having to start from scratch again to figure out a different career path. And as if this path weren't dizzying enough, you got married while still in school. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Baruch Hashem, been married now 15 years. My wife has a similar background to myself, and she had also gone to Michigan State, although we didn't know each other there at the time. She spent a year in Neve, and while I was right in the middle of physical therapy school, we started to date officially and got engaged and married, and a very exciting time. Also stressful, trying to juggle a new life with school, especially when school was not working out as I hoped. And I was, again, feeling fear. What would I do? It affected my confidence a lot at the time, struggling to figure out what I would be doing. Now, your resume reflects that from about 2009 to 2017, you worked in life insurance, taught English in yeshiva, held jobs in wealth management and financial planning. So this can only be pointing to one career and one career only, nursing home administrator. So how did that that happen? So after I left physical therapy school, I needed to figure out some Parnassa. So I looked around and I somehow discovered life insurance and I got licensed It was a very pivotal experience to try to sell a product and have to talk to people, approach people, and be very self-motivated, manage time well. At the same time, it was very difficult for me because I think I needed more structure. So after about a year of that, I transitioned to a company, a wealth management firm, as an analyst, and I competed with some candidates that had financial degrees or accounting degrees. And that was my first experience having an actual salaried job and not just commission only. 
these were all very good experiences for analytics and working with people. While back in my mind, deep in my heart, I really wanted to help people. And I found nursing homes. <laughs> the way that started was my aunt was at the time ill and she went to a rehab post-surgery. And I walked in in my suit from working at Chase Bank and I was greeting the residents and I really felt at home. My mother saw me, she's like, you're a natural, you should run a place like this. And she planted a seed in me that I never thought of. And right at that point, I started to research nursing homes. That's amazing. It sounds to me like Hashem put you in exactly the right spot to get the inspiration you needed to make that career change. Yeah, and I didn't know it at the time because I was still working for Chase Bank. Soon after, to my surprise, I was laid off from Chase and I had a short amount of time to figure out something. And I immediately got to the drawing board. I spent full length work day every day just researching, making a list of who do I know? What do they do? What am I interested in? Who could I talk to? And I found most people were more than willing to spend a few minutes to say, yeah, um, this is how I got into what I do. Oh, and I know somebody else you should talk to. It was very spontaneous. It led to all kinds of conversations. And ultimately, I was able to, in the Detroit community, narrow down about five or so key people that were working in the nursing home business. And that's who I then focused my conversations with. So what was the next step? Was it a matter of getting more education, licensure? How did you start the process going to get your first job in nursing home administration? I connected with a, a very kind gentleman who held a very high position in a nursing home company. I asked him if they were willing to take on somebody new. And obviously, one of my obstacles was I had no experience in the nursing home industry. The obstacle I had with not having that background, I had to demonstrate that I was worthy. I had to, first of all, feel worthy and then explain why I would be a good fit. I said, if you're willing to take me on, I have a financial background. I have a health science background. I love working with people. I said, it's no question if I came in there that I would learn it quickly and I would be able to really connect well with the staff and the residents and the families. And I would enhance the building so much and more than earn my way. And they were willing to give me that shot. And that was a big blessing. So what was that first job? That was to be an administrator in training and work under directly under the head administrator of a facility for this company that has multiple facilities. And I would say I, uh, that's unusual to find such an opportunity. I had, before being given this shot, considered working for either the admissions department, the business office, or to work with guest services, some way to get into the door entry level and try to get my feet wet. And that's what most people had recommended to me. But even some of those positions require some background. So I was looking at open positions for several different companies and seeing if they would consider me entry level without the experience. At what point did you have to get that experience? I was given the shot to come in as an administrator in training, and I immediately enrolled in an online course for nursing home administration. I took three eight-week courses online. The cost at the time was about $3,800 for all three courses. I started the courses in September, and by mid-March, I was done with the courses. 
The courses were very straightforward. They give you a basic overview of nursing home regulations, the structure of the industry. I graduated that program, though, in mid-March and then started studying for the licensure exams in Michigan. There were a couple national exams and then a state exam. Some people will space those exams out or take, let's say, four to six months to study. I was on an express route, and I ended up studying for about two months and taking all the exams in one day and passing first try. And then once the exams are complete and you get the license, that's just the beginning. And of course, you're working your first job while you're going through all of this. So tell me about how your skills, how your background, your educational background, how your personality traits were integrated in this new job. So while I was an administrator in training, I had the benefit of spending time in each department. And that was the design of the administrator. So that's dietary and activities and social services. The nursing department is the biggest department, obviously. There's admissions in the business office and billing, even reception. And nursing homes are fast-paced, dynamic. They're always changing. So the more versatile a person can be, the better. The more helpful a person can be, the better. And being willing to jump into any job at any time, no job is beneath us. Whether it's grabbing a trash bag off the floor or helping prepare a room and clean it up to be ready for an admission. It could be to jump in on the tray line and help to pass trays. Anything that will help and make yourself useful is good experience and ultimately pays off as an administrator to know how to guide that process and what it should look like. And that's a nice overview, but tell me in a maybe more specific way, what does a day in the life of a nursing home administrator look like? Take me through a full day. So most nursing homes will have a stand-up meeting in the morning. It could be around 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30. That's usually set by the administrator, and all department heads will join that meeting to discuss department by department any issues going on. The team will review new admissions. They'll look at admissions that are pending. They'll look at discharges and pending discharges the overall census and how many patients are in the building and what beds are open and managing those beds. Do any residents need to be moved to other beds to make space? That's more the business side. The clinical team will then continue the meeting to discuss any clinical issues that are flagging, any issues going on with the residents that they need to be in touch either with the physician or order labs or x-rays. And after that meeting, Administrator has a few important roles. One is the business, as we said. The other is compliance with the regulations. So if there's any incident that needs to be reported with an investigation, the administrator will have to do that reporting. Administrator is running the day-to-day operations. So paying bills, looking at invoices, reviewing invoices, looking at the staffing levels, looking at the payroll, the financials. There's recruiting. There's so many different facets, which really makes the day fly by and always makes the day interesting. So I like that it's analytical, but it's also very much on your feet with people. You can't be an office hermit hiding. It has to be interaction, but also being able to buckle down and be able to focus quickly with the little time that you have sometimes, despite distractions and interruptions, to be able to improvise and set goals, complete those goals 
and improvise when you're off track or thrown off track. Now, of course, what we're talking about is caring for people. So is there a story that you can share that illustrates what sort of impact a good nursing home administrator can have on a nursing home resident? Well, that's a great question. During COVID, when the staffing was very challenging, I remember as an assistant administrator, I saw there was a certain unit that did not have any certified nursing assistants to care for the residents, only for a few of the hours of that shift. But during that time, there are call lights going off. There are residents waiting for food, waiting for breathing treatments, waiting for insulin. And I remember there was a particular resident that had just returned from the hospital post-COVID he was in bad shape. I had to think quickly and find who could help him. The family was already being advised to look at hospice, but I thought that this gentleman had potential to bounce back if he could just get the care. I wasn't licensed to give that care. So I was able to grab somebody and get some calories into him with giving him a boost shake. And we did this periodically throughout the day I assisted with changing him myself, and it was very difficult for me because I had never done that, but it needed to be done. And again, as administrator, there's, there's no job beneath any of us. And so I worked with whatever staff I could find, and bit by bit, day by day, he was able to go from a very lethargic state to bouncing back, and families were not allowed to visit. So I was using my personal phone to FaceTime with the family, and it meant the world to them. And they could see the progress that he was making with Hashem's help. It uh, saved his life. That's a beautiful story. And I would think that uh, circling back around to another thing we talked about, you know, I would think that a Torah perspective would be more than helpful for someone in your line of work. Is that the case? A hundred percent. The Torah emphasizes the dignity of people in, in making Kiddush Hashem we're dealing with life and death, and we're dealing with people's health and their finances. It's very serious business. In fact, I went through phases with that because I felt it scared me. It's not pushut for a from person to jump into such a career. I saw that bad things do happen. People get wounds. People can die through the night or somebody could fall. I've seen all these things. And I thought to myself, after 120, Amir Tisham, if I face judgment, I don't want to be judged for any of their pain or suffering as much as I want to have a career and make a good living. Then, well, at the time, I thought maybe this isn't for me. And that was very hard. I really thought it through. And I think what changed for me was I realized the need for good people. It came full circle. And I try to do the best I can just to make it better and improve it and do what I can. And I still have this fear in my mind of how I might be judged for the decisions that I make. But I would recommend that if anybody considers this career, that they absolutely have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable with that. Where was that first job? And what are the nursing homes and related companies you've worked for since then? Yes, I was an administrator in training for one year with a company in Michigan, large nursing home company out of Chicago that covers a lot of the Midwest. It was a wonderful experience. When I got licensed about a year later, I had been in discussions with that company about administration positions or how I would progress. Now, these homes are multi-million dollar operations. The amount of money that flows through and the expenses and the revenue and 
nobody's going to just hand that over so easily to a newly licensed administrator unless they feel they're really ready. I, at the time, left my first company to pursue an opportunity as an administrator because the first company didn't have any uh, positions available for administration. Ultimately, I had to make a tough decision and I moved. Uh, That was best for me, my career growth and my family. And I felt bad about that because I had gotten my training there and I felt um, indebted to them. But they gave me their blessing because they knew that I had brought value to the building as much as they gave me, I felt I did give something to them. And I went on to another company, a firm-owned company out of Chicago, where I would spend the next four or five years. There, I was an interim administrator, an assistant administrator. I did recruiting. I helped in a variety of ways. And that went on for the next three, four years, gaining great experience. And by 2020, I was finally given my first shot in a long-term position on my own. And that's where I was for pretty much the last two years until I recently switched companies to take a position closer to home. Are you satisfied with what you're doing where you are now? I'm very grateful to be where I am. It was a long road. It was very difficult at times for my wife and I. I'm getting a, a bit emotional thinking about it. Baruch Hashem, we came a long way. It took a lot of davening and amunah and bitachon and We had difficult times and arguments and conversations. We had great support from friends, Rebbeim, family. And I'm very grateful to be at a position that I I had worked toward. I'm a tough self-critic, and I always feel like I could learn a lot more or be better at the job. And I think part of being a Yid is to be humble, but to also know your value and know what you can do. And I do think I have developed skills as an administrator, as as a person that can make a change and a difference in the industry. And that brings more satisfaction. For someone considering nursing home administration as an educational and career path, are jobs hard to get? How does one break into the field? So there are a lot of jobs and positions. There's a lot of people that will need this kind of care. There is a lot of opportunity, whether directly in nursing homes or the the vendor services that surround nursing homes. It just depends on what a person's interests are. For nursing homes directly, there's different departments. So if you're not doing the direct care, there's administration, business office, admissions, social services. The social services, as long as you're working under a licensed person, you can jump into that without a license. There's always opportunity once you're in the door to jump in and help if personnel come and go or somebody's on vacation to cross train and to learn. And those are the most valuable people. And what are starting salaries like for a nursing home administrator? In Michigan, I would say it's definitely a different market than the East Coast. But for Michigan administrator, newly licensed may be able to start as an assistant administrator in that 75,000, 80,000 range. If the minister gets a shot as a independent, it could be starting 90, even as high as 100. Once that administrator proves to be effective and gets a few years of experience under their belts, that can become 110, 120. Above 120 to the 150 ranges in Michigan, 
that's more for your veteran administrators that have really proven themselves that a company wants to bring in to really take on one of their key homes, their flagship facilities. The growth path for a lot of administrators is to become a regional administrator. And then beyond that would be a vice president of operations. And beyond that would be a COO, chief operating officer. A regional director of operations may oversee about five to 10 nursing homes and work closely with those administrators, looking at the financials of those buildings, the patient population and how they're performing and how to be a support to that administrator. And there are those that go the ownership route. So connecting with investors and looking at homes that are for sale working with legal representation to build the entities, the LLCs. What I've seen is a lot of these companies have an LLC for the ownership side of the building itself, and then an LLC for the management company. The management company will handle the day-to-day operations and hire the personnel to run the home. Is nursing home administration a field that you would recommend to from people? Do you think it's a job that's conducive to balancing other responsibilities, such as raising a family, studying Torah, Shabbos observance, etc.? It's a juggle. Some of the big obstacles might be that it's a 24-7 business and it's people's lives, it's their health, it's life and death. So one of the big obstacles is with Shabbos and with Chagim, how to handle emergencies. So there's different ways to do that. One is to have an amazing partnership with the director of nursing. That's the right-hand person to the administrator. And there's an understanding that on those days, you need that coverage to report an incident that needs to be reported to the state. Some things have to be reported immediately. If there's an emergency procedure, a flood or a power outage, You partner with a non-Jewish administrator in another building nearby that can answer the call and come. I remember explaining these things the first time to the personnel that I worked with. And I work in a non-Jewish company now. And there are a lot of questions that come out of that. But they've been supportive. There have been some moments. I had a state annual survey. It's a four-day, three, four-day process all day. They came unannounced, heir of Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> that was a juggle. I had to explain to non-Jewish surveyors that I would not be present for the survey. Baruch Hashem, we had a good survey. I was able to be there for the last day of it, but they were respectful. And I think if somebody's looking at this like, oh, it's something I'm just going to you know, jump into and make money, that's fine. We're all trying to do that, but know that you're dealing with life and death and that to really do it well... There's a learning curve and it takes time. Are there leniencies on Shabbos and Yom Tov for Pekuach Nefesh, for medical emergencies? That's a great question. I have not really discussed this with a Rav, but I would recommend it. And certainly in a nursing home, I could see an argument if there's a flood, if there's a power outage or Uh, Let's say the heating goes out on a unit and residents are cold and they need to be moved. I've relied on partnering with non-Jewish co-workers and people that can handle that. You've been married for about 15 years. You and your wife have three children. You daven in a minion daily, study Torah, attend shirim. 
How do you balance your career and your family life with such a vigorous Jewish observance? Is that a challenge? It's definitely a juggle. My days are, are full, Baruch Hashem. I wake up usually about 5.45. I'm at Shear by 6 a.m. for Daf Yomi. Finish Shear about 6.45. Daven Shacharis. Get home to help with the kids and get everybody to school. My wife and I both work. We kind of stagger our schedule, so we both chip in with taking kids or picking them up. There are those hard days where I may not see them in the morning or I may be working late and I don't get to see them before bedtime. And I like to be involved at home and spend regular time with my wife and the children. It's a juggle, but I wouldn't trade it for anything else. It means so much to me to be a part of the shear that I am in. I'm very grateful that my wife supports me to, to have that time. And no matter what else happens in the day with the roller coaster of the nursing home, these things really help me to feel that, uh, you know, I've at least accomplished something and started the day right and hopefully have time at the end of the day to uh, learn a little bit more before catching some sleep. So as we wrap up here, what is the biggest tip you would want to share with someone who's considering a career in nursing home administration? I think to first have a realistic understanding of what they're getting into and the tremendous responsibility, but at the same time, the tremendous opportunity for Kiddush Hashem and to help people. It's important to have good mentors that can show you that road. Another key thing is relationship. You always have to have a working relationship with the people around you. It's important to have working relationship with supervisors, with all kinds of personnel come with a helpful attitude. One of the authors, speakers that I enjoy is Anthony Robbins, and he says that work is a spiritual game. And I think we know that we're here to refine our mitos and to learn how to get along and to interact with people and to be Kiddush Hashem. And that's what I love most about the career is the opportunity to do that. And it's a, I see it as a challenge, and I enjoy that challenge. If someone wants to reach out to you to learn more about nursing home administration, can they contact you to do that? Yes, I, I'm open to speaking and helping fellow Yidden with questions and with concerns, with guidance if I can. It made all the difference in my life, the mentors that I had, the people that took the time to speak with me, and I am open and willing. And how would they do that? My cell phone number is 248 207 5600. And my email address is my English name, Justin. So it's MR, like Mr. So MR Justin Goodwin at gmail.com. Great. And then you can tell people maybe how studying zoology and physical therapy can get them on a career path toward nursing home administration. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, Life is uh, definitely mysterious. Uh, Hashem works in mysterious ways. And there's no cookie-cutter path. Every interview I've had was never cookie-cutter. And I, when I look for personnel to hire, I know that some of the best are not necessarily the perfect resume. It's all about leveraging your experiences and learning from them. Yehuda Goodwin is a nursing home administrator at Greenfield Rehab and Nursing Center in Royal Oak, Michigan. Yehuda, thank you so much for joining me on Career Forum. Thank you for having me and all the best. 
Thank you for joining us on Career Forum. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends so that we can continue to provide quality information that helps you make informed decisions about your future. To explore possible career options, to speak to a career advisor, or to learn more about Sarah Nearer, please visit our website at www.sarasch.com or call us at 718-633-8557, extension 37, and discover how we can help you achieve your career goals.